See, this is the way we make this man. Keep talking. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm oh yeah. I don't see it. Point, point, point. My mic sounds right. Check one. If I need to. What's up, y'all? Talk to me now. Uh, you know, Chris, this is on the way. Facebook messed me up. So what we're trying to do now, live free. What did that, what does your shirt say? Live free, stay armed. Facts. Facts. Uh, you're on mute. <laughs> I said, it's your right. Yeah, definitely. If y'all don't believe me, try to come in the house. What's up, man? We're trying to get things technically together. But I had to start the live. Oh, what'd you do? I don't hear me now. Oh, you muted. I did. I was saying I didn't hear me on the on the echo. Um, we're trying to uh, work on Nina's technicals. God dang, we got people commenting already. Jamae Burt. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's what we're working on. It don't, it's only working right now um, when she's on mute. So we're trying to uh, we're trying to get her. Uh, yeah, Jamae calling you out, Nina. You see that? Talking talk, talk about you always bad. Hey, don't be calling you out like that. <laughs> I ain't even uh, seen her baby yet. Oh, yeah. Right. She's about ready for the center. I think she goes to college next next month. Literally. Shout out to little Wyatt. He's a, he's becoming an internet star. Hey, Jamey, we should get together with uh, we have Wyatt and my nephew, and we can we can make them internet sensations and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, we're trying to get Nina's technicals right. But uh, I don't think it's ours. If all of us are having an issue, all of whom? Didn't you say last night the other lady had an issue? Yeah, but that was. You trying to blame me? Look, I don't have cricket Wi-Fi. My joint is good. My joint is good. Yeah, I, my Wi-Fi is horrible, but that yeah. doesn't usually get in the way. This is something new. But it's it's not the Wi-Fi. Like I said, I think you just gotta um if you connect your headphones so that I don't hear me on your end. I think we'll be good money. Um, DJ Tons is on the way. He did let me know that he was gonna pop in a little bit late, but in the meantime, I came prepared. Um. We're going to party a little bit.
we're gonna party a little bit while Nina's trying to get her audio together. But like I said, my man Tons is definitely on the way. So stay tuned, make sure you share the video. Um, you can catch us on YouTube on uh, Access Granted the Pod Stream. You can catch us on the Access Granted the Pod Stream Facebook page. And we're also live on Antoine Grant's page. So let's do this party real quick, man, and see if we can get in over there. Just get your boys a friend and I'm going to swing it. 
He did. He did tell me he was gonna be about fifteen minutes late. There she is. Who? Me or him? No, Tons. Oh, okay. I don't know what you did, but I don't hear echo anymore. I changed to another phone. I done went to a phone, a tablet, and another phone. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Nothing. Oh, okay. Nah, you good. No, no echoes now. You, you perfect. You perfect. So now I feel like we can officially say, <laughs> "What's up, everybody? You are tuned in to another episode of Access Granted." It's your boy, Mr. Antoine. Oh, I never get that right. Like never. Like I'm watching the show, my boy, Mr. Antoine. <laughs> my bad. And me, the OPG, Baltimore's exclusive. Celebration Technician, the original Technician. What's going on, sis? I miss you, man. I, you I, should. I, like, like, I really, I mean, I dropped the t-shirt off to you the other day, so we did have a chance to kick it in the parking lot for a minute, but and no disrespect to Dewana, because that's my sister. Love her to pieces. She does a great job when she fills in for you. But me and you, man, 
me and you, you know what I mean? Like me and you. And I me feel like I feel like as the world is opening back up, you're just gonna get more busy and more busy. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, That's how, the are, goal. how are things in the world of the original party girl? Well, I can work it backwards. So I have been in South Carolina for the last five days. On the way home, I think Monday, it's like a road trip. We went down to Hartwell, South Carolina. You. Hmm? Did somebody call you or something? Because it was like the last five days. No, no calls. I'm on airplane mode here. Okay, cool. Cool. So... I see this guy lurking in the background too. So yeah, my man is definitely in the building and we're ready. But yeah, you were at South Carolina and South Carolina for five days. Hartswell, South Carolina. We went down for a house music festival type thing. Uh, and um DJ Mai Tai, uh Baltimore's newest female DJ, house DJ. So she took two cars down there with her. And we stayed in some of the finest hotels, had some of the finest food, met some of the greatest people. And on the way back Monday, the sign said, Myrtle Beach, turn right. Oh, and you turn right. <laughs> you did a hard right. <laughs> so we stayed in Myrtle Beach for two days, caught the end of bike week. Who knew? Um, Memorial so Day. Yeah. Yep. And on Memorial Day weekend, Yep, yep. You would have been so proud of me because I ordered um some grain alcohol, but when I saw that it was orange slush, I knew that was going to be a problem, and yeah. it was, yeah. and it was. I'm sure that that creeped up on you real, real, real. It nice. came back like I haven't had a creep in like 20 years. I don't creep. That was it terrible. Was creeping last week. Get out of here. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, sis. But yeah, um. The Lord's bird is in the house. Dolo, I miss you. Love you much. Oh, Dolo. I, I gave her that name. Hey, yeah, I, baby. Yo, I ain't seen Dolo in like 12 years, man. That's that's how long it feels that the world has been has been totally shut down. But again, man, if you are tuning in with us on Facebook Live, man, please share this video all over the world. Um, as a matter of fact, I got a couple of groups that I gotta share it into. I gotta put this joint in the, uh, the Baltimore DJ zone. But um, yeah, I definitely missed you, sis. And it's, it's you know, it's always, always good to, to have you back up here. You know, we are forever, ever attached at the hip, whether you like it or not. Never going to get away from Mr. Antoine because I love you too much, and because I love you too much, whether you like it or not. So you got you got pornographic pictures going on in the background and all that kind of stuff. This is why I love you. This is why I love to have you up here. But um, before before going any further, um. I did this last night and I just want to make sure I do it again today. Um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, well, not even a shout out. I want to send prayers and condolences out to my sister, darling Dina, um, on the recent passing of her husband. Um, and also our sister, uh, Tipsy Fiend, was one of the sponsors of Access Granted. That was her dad um, that passed away. Um, and like I said last night on the show, um, it's, it's real hard to see people born on social media and know that you can't really do anything. Um, because like I said last night, you know, I've never lost a spouse. So, you know, thank God. So I can't go to Dina and be like, I, I understand. I know how you feel because I don't, you know what I'm saying? And 
I've never had my father in my life, so I can't go to Tipsy Fiend and be like, I understand, I know how you feel because I can't. Like I say all the time, that dude could walk up to me and punch him, punch me in the face, and I wouldn't know who he was. I'm gonna punch him back. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I just like I, I just have been trying to make it a point, um, especially with um with, with, with Fiend, because I know her a little bit more. Um, just been trying to make it a point to just reach out and just show love and let, let them know that, you know, if there is anything that I can do, um, that I'm here for them. And I'm um, also shout out to my Walbrook warrior family and keep us up in prayer. Cause we lost another warrior. Um, recently my man, Maurice Kelly, um, just prayers to him and his family. It's real crazy to be like literally communicating with somebody on social media and like three or four hours later, you find out they're gone. Like it just happens just like that. And this is why one of the reasons that I love you, Nina, is because I know you you live every day like it's a damn party. So I don't have to tell you this, but we gotta, man, we gotta, we, we gotta go balls to the wall every day, man, and just have fun, enjoy life, stop beefing with people, don't hold no grudges, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and we gotta give people their flowers, man, which is one of the main reasons that I wanted to finally have this dude up here tonight, man. Like this dude. Um, and, and I don't use the word legend with everybody, but I'm, I'm going to give him his credit where he's due. As far as, as far as the DJ world in Baltimore, this dude is an absolute legend. I've probably been following him for half my life, which kind of tells how old he might be. <laughs> but I love this dude to death, man. And, and um, I got a story that I'm going to tell when he gets up here um, that's probably going to make him laugh a little bit. But um you know, when I when I posted his, his flyer last week, I said that um, you know, with access granted, we're we're reaching out a little bit further as far as the people that we're bringing in. We're going on a little, you know, more national level. We're reaching out to people in different cities and states. But Baltimore is always going to be the home base, man. And when I have a chance to to bring some people from the city up, I'm definitely going to do it, man, and, and make sure that it's it's a party. And he don't even realize that we was playing one of his videos before he hopped on. He probably don't even know that video, I think, was from like 2015. And it's crazy. We're going to work on this, Tons, because I, I, I go on YouTube and I put in DJ Tons and I saw two videos. We're going to work on that, bro. We're going we gonna to get your YouTube. We're going to get all of that stuff out there and popping, man. But without further ado, we're going to bring my brother DJ Tons all up in the building. What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up, Antoine? What's up, Nina B? Hey. How y'all doing? Can you can you volume up a little bit? Mine's you good now? Yep. That's good. That's good right there. What's going on, bro? Oh man, you know. I almost feel like we're catching you in the middle of working, man. No, I just set this up so it could look slick. It's gonna look good. I got you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, look, hey Tons, I, I, hey Tons, bro. Um I got a story, man. Okay. And, and I've seen you, I've seen you rock live, man, probably anywhere from 75 to 100 times over the years, easily. Okay. But this one particular time, man, back in 1997, you DJed the Walbrook High School Class of 87 10-year reunion. And it was at the spot on uh, Bel Air and Urban. Can't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. LaFontaine um, Blue. LaFontaine Blue. LaFontaine Blue. Yeah, you should have asked me that. Yeah, I, yeah, I should have. My bad. 
Yo, let me tell y'all something, man. Tons about three hours into the party was rocking so hard that this dude came from behind the DJ table and danced himself for about 15, 20 minutes, bro. Like, like, bro, I'm sitting and and it's crazy because I, I think you had I think you had a house joint playing at that time with a Luther Vandross acapella over it. Okay. Damn, you can remember the mix from now. Oh, yes. Son? Bro, yes. What? And, and Taz, I saw you, bro. You, you, you put what it on. What kind of evil mind do you have, son? Bro, you remember bro. back to night. Because, I, hey, yo, it was so epic. The moment was so epic, bro, because I saw you. You was rocking, and then you did this. You took the headphones off, and you sat them down. And, bro, you came around like you graduated from Walworth in the class of 87. And you partied with us for, like, 15 minutes, man. And then I think you was like, oh, damn, I might need to go change this. Change <laughs> and went back you. around the table and started getting it in, man. But that that was an epic moment that, I, that I'll always remember, bro. And, and, oh, and man, that's why. That's cool, man. That's yeah, cool and that's, that, that, you know, that I have a place in your life like that. You yeah, know what bro. I mean? that, you can go that you don't have a life. Now. You don't have a life. That's why you can remember that. That's that's where hey, Mr. Antoine. We got you. We got you. As I never, said, man. I've probably seen Tons about 75 times, and that might have been like the third or fourth. I've seen Tons a million times since then, man. But um just wanted to bring you up here if, if for nothing else, man, just to you know, to kind of get people to know you better. You know what I'm saying? But then to also give you your flowers, it's crazy because I, I've had people hitting me up out of the blue all day. Yeah, I'm going to be on tonight because you got tons on. Yo, is he really going to be on? Or, you know, da, da 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 Does he talk? Yeah, does he talk or does he just <laughs> does he just spend music? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like I said, bro, like you, you, you get so much love in this city. And, and like I said, I don't I don't spread the legend word around a lot. You got to do a whole lot and put in a lot of work over a long period of time for me to put that word out there. Like people want to, you know, when it comes to hip hop, they want to drop that word on MCs that's only been out for like two albums. Like, nah, bro, you got to give me more work right. um, before I give you that title, man. But you, you you, have earned that title, bro. You're like the, you know, if there was a Mount Rushmore, Baltimore DJs, you definitely would be like the George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Oh, man, Lincoln. man, you're bro. killing me, man. Yeah, These bro, I got it. Incredible, man. Thank you yeah. so much, man. Incredible. Yeah, that yeah, does it. Man, you, wow. Yeah, wow, Mount Rushmore DJs, son. Hold on, let me write that down. <laughs> I'll write it for you, King. Yeah, I'll write it for you. Send me that in the text. The Mount right, Rushmore right, right. DJs, you right. and George Washington. Okay, yeah, bro. Yeah. It don't get you don't get a better DJ compliment than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. And, and that's real. Look, well, I ain't know George Washington was on the thing, but yeah, he, he got to be not. the first president, right? There. Of course, he's the first president. He got to be on it. Yeah. Hold on, why Google? <laughs> you said you had a story, Nina. My story, so you said you've been, you've heard him about 300 times. I have been in the same room with this guy. I don't know. For as long as he's been doing parties, you've been in the game for at least 20 years. Is that right? I got it. It's a little more than that. Yeah, 30. That reunion that I just just spoke of was more than 20 years ago. So it's definitely 33 years. Yeah. Yeah, that much. So I was in the club by myself. I was at Five Mile House, and Mm -hmm. Tons was playing, 
And I was so excited. I was calling my friends. And I'm like, the club is open on a Sunday. Because, you know, that was new. Right. And they're like, girl, it's 12 o'clock. Go to bed. They're hanging up. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this by myself. I had so much fun. And then you played Biblical Joneses, I've Been Blessed. And that that was the song that merged me into house music. That's what started me. You and Biblical Joneses' song. What, so that night? That night. Are that you night. serious? I wasn't in the house then. I was like a hard club. Oh. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it was another way to just, find me. I think she just one up me on my story, man. That's, yeah. that's that was a, um like that was a shift in direction for you. So that's, it that's was. like me playing a pivotal part of your life as well. If yeah. You, like, if you, yeah. Made a shift, yeah. you know? Yes. So if wow. I knew another statue, I would say you was that, but I don't <laughs> know any that. <laughs> but oh, you're like man. musically one of like musically, if I if I ended up where I'm at, you you kind of had a part in my whole career, my musical career. Because oh, it started wow. there. Wow, yeah. thank you. There go your flowers, bro. There you go. Oh man, y'all giving me big ass bouquets tonight. That's right. <laughs> when he said that he had you to interview, I'm like, Toss, Toss is interviewing. I know that you did one more that I saw, but I know you're much bigger than what Baltimore knows that you you are. You've been beyond beyond our borders. So right. you know, sometimes when you're at home, you don't get as much prop because you're home. Right. Like you went to Northwestern, boy. You know, right. but when you out there in the world, I didn't see me. You got something. Twan be talking mad trash. I wish I knew that before wall. I got him up here, man. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to need you to back me up, Twan. He tries to get the Wildcats a hard way to go. Shout out to my Wildcats, man. I, I got a lot of love for a lot of Wildcats, man. I, I will never, never, ever, ever hate on y'all. Scratch your ass up. <laughs> Hey, hey Thomas, how, how does that and, and shout out to my man Nate Nate Cowser for checking in. Um, but but how does that make you feel, bro, when you when you hear people, man, just just show you that kind of love and and tell you that like you've had so much of an influence that they can remember something that you did like 30 something years ago at, at a party. So much to the point where we even remember the songs that you played. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's really like confirms everything. You know, it's like my confirmation that I've been on the right road and I've been doing what I'm supposed to do and serving the way I'm supposed to serve. You know what I mean? And giving cool. and working hard. Because, you know, you got to work hard to get a person to feel like that. You know, yeah, to feel the impact. People, they see it, but you don't see the work behind it, all the late, late nights mixing and stuff like that. And, you know, all these years later, and y'all can remember that y'all got these incredible stories. It's just, you know, a confirmation for me. And it just yeah. means that, you know, I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You know, and, I'm just, and I'm always just humbled by it. You know, I'm humbled by it. And, you know, yeah, I get those stories a lot, you know, yeah. especially like people who I did their weddings or, you know, people tell me stories when they, they see this is how important the DJ is, right? This true story. So the couple met on my dance floor out Silver Shadows, right? They couldn't stop dancing. Music was so good. They couldn't stop. This is the story they tell, right? They couldn't stop dancing. So finally I put a slow song on. So he decided to take it to, you know, they tired now. They sweating. You know, they need a drink. So, of course, he offered a drink from the bar. Long story short, they end up getting married, right? Then... They called me to DJ the wedding. They like, we met on your dance floor, right? Wow. 
and they wow. called me to DJ the wedding. They called me to DJ the anniversary every five or ten years. Then they had kids. Now I'm not gonna say I'm responsible for the kids, <laughs> but I'm a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know, I'm a piece of the puzzle, and so yeah. that's a critical piece, man. And I don't know if DJs think about that. You know, but you are really shifting and changing a whole lot of lives when you're doing your job the way you're supposed to do it. And and, and, that, and that's why, man. Um, like I'm I'm a Baltimore ass biased dude. Like nobody in any other city has anything better than we have here in Baltimore. In, in I Miami. agree. We got and, the best DJs. You know when I um, you know when I go to different cities. And I try to put them on to some of like the hip hop that we have here and, and stuff like that. I'll, I'll always say like I'll take like ten or twenty of my favorite DJs and we can tour the country and go into any city against ten or twenty of their MCs and we'll hold it down. Like I can take a million DJs from Baltimore, bro, and we'll go to any city and rock out. Like like there's nothing. You can I take mean, five. You could take yeah, five can, DJs. Like, real. what you taking a million for? Yeah, you could take three. You could, it was you just could a three three. Three. As as dopeness that we have here as far as DJs are concerned. They yeah. not even going to be able to handle them five, so. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and, you know, when I when I think about, you know, me coming into, like, my teenage years in the 80s and, you know, being out at the different clubs and, you know, being out on the scene the way things were back then, like, the DJ literally controlled everything. Yeah, man, it's incredible DJ lineage in this city, man, and the heritage here. And, like, the DJs before us, they set the bar very high. Mm. You know, I mean, very high. You talk about Wayne Davis, you know, you talk about DJ Spin. I'm talking about 80s DJ Spin. I mean, it's still incredible now, but I'm talking yeah. about Spin that was up there doing tricks. You know, with Peter Piper, a lot of people don't know that. Spent, you know, um, Teddy Douglas, like some of the DJs we've been able to listen to, even Frank Ski, like Frank Ski came in, came in this town, and he set the bar very high as to how to rock a crowd, you know, how to rock a party, how to talk to the people while you're playing. You know, you go, and so they set the bars very high, and so that still carries on. That's why. You know, if you were able to go out and listen to these guys play and be a part of those parties and soak all that in, now it's in you. You know, mm -hmm. so now you just doing kind of, you know, you add your own flavor to it, but you taking the roots of what they did and you just carrying it on and hopefully somebody's listening to you, listening to me or listening to, you know, the good DJs that's still out here. And, you know, they just carry it on. And I, and I, and I think that's the case. I, I think that. You know, the DJs that I watch, the young ones coming up, the ones that are getting the most um, attention are still the ones that respect the older DJs and the ones that come out and listen and we see them over there in the corners, you know, and that's good. Yeah. That's yeah, good. That's, that's why the DJ, and, and so it's a whole lot. And so the competition is sick. <laughs> like, people don't talk about it because, you know, everyone <clears throat> try to be cool with each other, but the, the competition in this city in regards to DJs it's sick, you know, so, and, so, and so that keeps the level up as well. Okay, and, and I'm glad you went there yeah. because, like, I'm, I'm a huge battle rap fan, okay? I'm, I'm a huge battle rap fan. And the one thing that I see in the battle rap community is that 
a lot of them are actually cool with each other. Some of them are best of friends until they get up on that stage. And then there's no holes barred. I'm going to be as disrespectful as I can. Everything goes just for that level of competition. Right. And I know for a fact that like the Baltimore DJs, like you guys are so, you know, close knit. Um, a lot of times when there's events going on, it's like three or four DJs on a on a card, you know, at, you know, at any given time. Right. So I know that you all definitely have to be cool, but you're saying that, that there is that level of kind of like competition amongst you guys, friendly competition, of course. Yeah, amongst it's like you guys. Unspoken. I think so. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I think everybody would agree. You know, I think so. I mean, it's friendly. It's very friendly, but you know, um, you know, if this is a business and you want to be successful, you got to be the one doing the most parties. You know, if you, if you want to, you know, I do it for a living. I, you know, I don't work no nowhere. <laughs> you know, so, so you for that, bro. Yeah, DJ and give he don't work at no nine to five. He yeah, works exactly, in the entertainment exactly. industry, able to control his flow. Yeah, and so, you know, you keep that in mind. It's all about working, actually working. And, you know, in this town, the work goes to the best DJ, the most popular one, mm. gets the most work. Mm. And so... You Which is be funny, because you're not loud. Your your presence is not loud. Your marketing is not loud. Not that I'm taking it away, because my marketing is loud. It's always in your face, in your right. face. You don't have to do a lot to still be able to work and be as successful as you are in your field. Like, everybody knows who you are. But it's not like you putting it all up in their face to do that. And then with the um, wine festival, you kind of mixed in that brand for providing that type of entertainment, because that's what it is. It's entertainment. And then you have, um, you add drummers, you add, you add, you add, you add, you add. I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. Because you're yeah, just flawless. Um, you do what you do. You know, it's, it's not hard. Cool it. it doesn't just, look hard. Right. Right. So I always like, believed, I always believed that if you play the music right, the people are going to come find out who you are. Right. And so I never really yelled my name over the mic a lot. You never right. hear me with these electronic drops, you know, even these horns and all this stuff. Mm. And I'm not knocking any of that stuff. Right. But I feel like if I play this music well enough, they're going to come. I don't even have my name on the front of my laptop. You don't. Or my name on the front of a table or nothing. <laughs> now, that's, that's really bad marketing. Like, it's really bad marketing because I look at it sometimes and I, my picture will be on some some <laughs> photo that got like all these thousands yeah, of things. Like, Man, I never had my name on the back of my laptop. <laughs> but that's a part of your branding. Your personality is a part of your brand. Right. And and um, you know, the fact that I'm just like a simple person, you know, right. I just, you know, I just put that. And, 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 and in a lot of cases, like your work speaks for itself. Right. He he don't work no way, Tommy. I mean, <laughs> he gets to do this full time. Yeah, it, it, that's a blessing. It really is, but it's you know, it, it's not easy. So, do you have a producer piece? I'm sorry, Twan, you're not gonna be able say anything. Say it uh, again. Do you have a producer piece? With oh, yeah, you? matter of fact, um, 
me and Teddy Douglas, we um, you know, we Love did that Monday night studio sessions party at the Rockwell every Monday, right? And we've been doing that for I two or three it. years. So this summer we're coming out with the Monday night studio sessions album. Like every time we were bringing artists, Teddy was going in the next day with them in the studio. Or we was recording that night at the party itself. So we have all these bits and pieces from the party. We got people screaming in the background. We got all the live performances. And we're coming out with a Monday Night Studio Sessions album. I think we're going to drop it in August, right around Labor Day. And I have a track on the album. Oh, yeah. No, it's yeah. nice. yeah. Teddy and I. It's, it's, it's called Get Away. And it's, okay. it's just an instrumental track that we did that I was working on in my basement. So, yeah, I, I go through these periods when um when I can make time to actually sit here and start and work on tracks. Okay. So, yeah. make time. I know I this know, is... I really need time. to make time. I really do, because I, I love it. And um, I could be decent at it if I put some work to it, I think. Well, I think that you're financially good where you are, so anything you do extra is just more of that. So, whenever you're ready for more of that, you can go get that. Yeah, yeah. You know, as far as you having time, like you play versatile music from, do you play track? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like from now to all the way across the board. Like, yeah. how much of your time do you spend finding music, digging in the crate? Because you need all of the genres. Right. So I go listen to the young DJs to get the trap music. Pull a TikTok. Yeah, I go to that party <laughs> and, and find out what the crowd responds and I Shazam. And I just sit in there and Shazam and then I go and make and make sure my playlist is up to date. I don't I even though I've been around I don't I don't really never want to sound like the old guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to sound like the old DJ that's, that's losing touch. So I try to at least have the top ten, top fifteen trap joints, you know, and I can always play classic trap. Cause I went through a period at Club One where we had the best trap party, like the best hood party in the city, Sunday nights at Club One. And I was the DJ for that. I mean, it was incredible. So many celebrities came through that and we played mostly trap music. That that early two thousands trap when Lil Wayne first hit and Drake first hit and Gucci first hit and Jeezy first yeah, hit. That's the best that's some of the best hip hop music, man. I'm telling you, if you the way them kids was flowing in the early two thousands. Like I will almost put that up against like the late eighties, nineties hip hop when Lil Wayne and Drake and Gucci and Jeezy. I'm with you. Man, you the that. energy in the club with them tracks and, and the energy you can create as a DJ with that music was incredible, man. It really made a legendary event. Oh, the energy that the, the energy that y'all created down for Tasco Arena one night. I forgot what event that was, boy. And you went into a trap set and I thought the damn roof was gonna come off the joint, bro. Yeah. Like and the funny like part about it, but hold up, because the funny part about it is when you really get into them trap classics. It'd be the women on the dance floor going the hardest. Oh, yeah. Like the lollipop. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be the women out there going you know, hard. But the the tracks too, man, like people can you can still dance to it. You know, yeah. you know, it makes yeah. them still want to dance as a DJ. Yeah. All you want to do is make sure people are dancing. That's the whole goal. Yeah. Do you have a Jersey Club piece? I Philly Club, any of that? Uh-uh. Just be more. That's club. Bad. Yeah, that's that's you know some stuff i just gotta stay in my lane sometimes and i'm that ain't your lane that's not my lane you know well they, you got trapped a lot of your code a lot of the djs don't touch it 
you know, you got the younger ones that are detract, but a lot yeah. of them your age, they do not like it, therefore they're not playing it. Yeah. When you DJ for a living, you need to be able to play as yeah. many genres of music as you yeah. as you can. I can do right. I can do a whole Caribbean night. Like straight up. I could do a whole play reggae, Afrobeat, and soca and calypso all night. All night, all night. You got skills, skills. Uh, go to the Caribbean club, <laughs> listen to the right. DJ. You know what they do. Right. You just do the work. Or you, well, how much you know? do you have to go places? Hmm? Like, are you out a lot on a research tip? I mean, yeah. I know you're already out playing. Do you go to other clubs to hear yeah. what's happening? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you dance anymore? Yep. Oh, if okay. I'm in the right room and had enough to drink. <laughs> I'll dance. Do people know who you are yeah. when you go into those other spots? Yeah, they shout me well, out. You know, you, you need to take your decoy because it's another one that looked just like you for years. Y'all was confusing me. Your best yeah. friend. Like, you if y'all got on the right hand, I don't know who is who. Yeah, you probably talking about Kevin. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's my brother from another mother. Yeah. Right. Know. You didn't know that two one. It's two of them. Yeah. Well, my, brother, my brother looks just like me as well. He's a, he, he does. Like he does. Yeah. I saw you and your brother down. I saw you and your brother downtown some years ago. Um, I think y'all were coming from a barber shop, if I'm not mistaken. And I, and, and I got y'all a little bit confused. Yeah, we we twins. Yeah. He done caught up with me. Yeah, but let me but let me ask you this, um, Thomas, because I, I want to kind of take it back a little bit. But instead of going all the way back, um, I want to go back to last year, 2020. Okay. When the pandemic set in and changed the world, <clears throat> and that was a time when, of course, because you know venues were shut down, weddings were being canceled, so on and so forth. Um, DJs really had to adapt. Especially those, especially those like you, that do it as a living. Um, talk a little bit about how you were able, because I know you were killing Twitch at one time. Like you were, or you were King Twitch at one time last, like last summer. But just talk a little bit about how you were able to adapt during those times when, you know, those those events and those opportunities weren't available to the DJs. Well, yeah, man, it was quite shocking. <laughs> <laughs> But um and and you know we had to move quickly because it was like right around March. I can tell you what the jump off yeah. was because it was in March where um they because I was planning my birthday party that I do every year in March and I was planning at the Reginald F. Lewis Museum. We had all these tickets and tables so we was ready, and then we got to call maybe two weeks prior that you know the city going to shut down, no events, right? March the twelfth. Right, and so. We, um, you know, you had to do all the refunds and everything, and um, which was fine, which was fine. But you know, now you know, you, you answer like, "What are we gonna do?" So the first thing I said, "Well, everybody was going live." You know, D Nice went live. People were calling me like, "Yo, go live!" D Nice is going live, and I didn't really have the technology at the time to do it. You know, so I. But I said, you know, I, I decided to go live for my birthday or my actual birthday. You know, something just told me the voices were like, go live, figure it out. So, you know, we got updated on the technology. We got our adapters and everything. I didn't even have all the adapters for my live in the early because my phone died. But I did it well enough. And um, 
I had uh, I don't know four thousand some people, almost five thousand people on that live that uh, on Facebook on that live that night, right? And I and then we start throwing out the cash app, right? So then the cash app money start coming through. Yeah, everybody said one dollar, we good. I'm just saying, like we start putting it out there a little bit because everybody was feeling festive. I was drunk. Everybody remembers how drunk I was. Everywhere I go, they're like, "Man, we was on your live, man. You was tore up." Happy birthday. You know, the city blessed me so well that night, you know, on the cash app. So I, and then I realized um, this is this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to go virtual, you know. And so we went virtual until that ran out. That eventually ran out after probably three, four months. You know, Facebook tightened up, Instagram tightened up. We couldn't have those thousands of people following us. They was just hating on us. They kept cutting us off. So, but by then, I would kind of start picking up some of my corporate events. They start, they decided they wanted to do their annual events that I do virtually. And so still, again, we updating our technology. We, I'm finding the software. I'm going on YouTube, learning new software real quick. <laughs> Whatever they say, you know, I'm right. putting I can do that. Right. Yeah, I'm branding them. I'm putting their logos and everything on my presentation because now it's competition again. I'm watching everybody else pre. I'm like, man, I need some bread. I need, I need, to I need that. my software. I need that. Man, what y'all working with? They got everybody was cool. in the background and all of this stuff. Yeah, but everybody was cool. All the DJs were sharing information. We would right. tell everybody was telling each other where to go and what to do and how to hook this up and everything. And it was a real cool community, and we kind of all pulled together. You know, that's what it looked like to me. You know, we pulled together and created this virtual platform that was kind of a. I was able to ride that out, and then we could still do events outside. And so I started creating outside events, like I did an outdoor classic movie night <laughs> it's 650 degrees outside we outside watching <laughs> it's cold yeah take the blanket but you know it was people supported it though you know people supported it we did outdoor friday night me and april we still have this event you know that's the thing that's Everything, sexy hell. i know, love that was, yeah so we would that's just we had to really be innovative and really be persistent and aggressive you couldn't you couldn't keep sitting around thinking about what I'm going to do. You really had to move and move quickly to seize the, any moment you could seize. And that's 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 so Twan, you asked him how did he adapt to the changing decrease in parties? And when you said adapt, I automatically said he created. So a part of Twan's thing is he creates these events that are unique and um special. So that makes people want to go see where we're going to be, what we eating, what we wearing. We wearing hats, we wearing bow ties, we on the rooftop. So he has a fluid following that literally follows him on these journeys of where he's playing the music. It's not just he's playing the music. They're touching on all the components. Monday night at the Rockwell, that was a sexy club with a sexy sound and a sexy look with sexy people playing sexy music singing sexy songs. Right. So it's the whole experience that he's known for creating. So he didn't really have to adapt because he made, he's always making his own lane. In addition to how you play the music, everything else is always fresh. Shouts out to Spothy, 
because I know she's one of your your followers. We meet on your dance floor. Oh, and she's my she's my event designer. She's one of your right. Yeah, she's the yeah. one that does your that design. Yes. Yeah, so so it's just out of the box. It's yeah. Out of so the box. you know, you know, I need her around. We walk into a venue and and she just starts coming up up with all these ideas. You know, I got you know really super cool creative people around me too. You know, it's not she can make clouds and shit. She can make anything. Yeah, she can. She can make anything. Her business is now. You know, she's it's legit now. She's Safiatu. You know, and on on Instagram and on Facebook. So y'all should go follow her too. Yeah, she's I'm already Safiology. She just has her own little Safi world of everything that she of everything. Yo, she's so dope. Hey, um, I got a question on Facebook, and I already know the answer to this, but shout out to my man Stephen Boyd. He's saying to ask you, um. If any of your DJ live features on Facebook were affected by Facebook because of copyright issues. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course yeah, they yeah, absolutely yeah. were. Yeah. yeah, right immediately yeah. afterwards. And then, oh, you know what? I forgot. You know what they did to me, man? Like, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. And then they shut me down for the whole summer. Oh, the whole summer? Yeah, the whole summer. They was like, you are banned from Facebook until August something, 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 right? And it was, I don't know, probably May, right? It was you was making more money than them off the cash. I don't, know. I don't know. They say somebody was probably hating on me, calling them, like reporting me or something. But over and over. But who knows? Uh, who knows? Because... But basically, I was so I so I lost that whole platform, and uh, Instagram would just mute you. And so we jumped on Twitch for a little bit. Yeah. But Twitch is Twitch. You got to be on there all day, every day to be effective. And yeah. Yeah. I just don't have that kind of time. Yeah. yeah. So we just kind of went back out in the street and you know, I don't I don't know I don't know what Facebook could do because you know as the time that I spent as co-owner of the online radio stations that I had, um, we had those issues all the time where if we were live and certain music was played, you know, we would have like two hundred people watching live and they would shut it down just because you know you played a song for like thirty seconds. And, and stuff like that. And I, I just hope that at some point, man, um, like Facebook can get that together because they they are, and, and, and I understand the whole licensing and copyright thing, I, I get it, but there has to be a medium that they can come up with, with with DJs and with, you know, radio stations and stuff like that to kind of, you know, alleviate that because like, we, we had DJs on there rocking, man. And the next thing you know, you got this big red bar coming across, you know. Yeah. Let's say you didn't pay for none of them songs. You don't yeah. own none of them songs. Turn it off. Like, yeah. I totally get it. Now, yeah. I feel like if they would say, you got to pay $30 a month to use Facebook, I, I would pay that, you know. If they right. added a dollar amount so that you could use that service. But that ain't yours. That's free. They ain't got to do nothing. Access right. granted. I get, right. I get that, and I, I, I get that totally, and that's why I'm saying there has to be a medium. Like Facebook can't just say you don't own it; we're going to shut you down. Work with people, make it beneficial to the artists, make it beneficial to the DJs, make it beneficial to the radio stations. I've seen DJs at ninety-five point nine rock out for three hours and never get shut down. So there has to be. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man Kenny K because he kills it. I've seen him rock for three hours on Facebook on Fridays and never have an issue. So there has to be a medium somewhere 
We're stuck yeah, I don't know what that. it is, man. I, you know, it just got frustrating. Once they shut me down for all those months, I was. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's so crazy. I had another question. So when COVID came and the world was not quite open, I was I was in some events where you really couldn't advertise it because they didn't want people to know that they were throwing an event in this time. Did you right. have any of that? Well, our Friday night event at some point was, was quiet. It was kind of, we kind of, it was kind of an unwritten rule not to post any video from it. Oh, okay. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, because, you know, if it get a little, if it looked a little thick and you just out there, I, I would see people posting their events because people were still like outdoor events were happening and some of them were packed and I would see people posting them and I would say, they are crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They go get out shit shut down. Right. And then two weeks later, <laughs> then, you know, week later you hear they got shut down and I'm like <laughs> See. But yeah, we if you ask it, we I mean it was a kind of some survival mode going on, you know, kind of people just because you know you had people I was on the fence the whole time. You know, I understand both sides of COVID. I understand people terribly concerned. I understand people that you know that weren't as concerned you know so we just provided a a place for the people that wanted to get out it was still people a safe that, space you know, yeah a safe space you know we yeah. were, i had a wine festival in july they opened up the state for like um i don't know like a month and they were like you can do it and i was like all right and, <laughs> and i mean we 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 took every precaution you could take like it was extra precaution like people commented on how safe they felt because we were trying to show you know we can still do outdoor events and be safe and social distance and have a good time and be around our friends we wanted to show that and we did yeah. like, we, every line was social like you think about it and we did it right we we had cleaned the bathrooms every 30 minutes like and 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 um you know they still shut the uh, yeah shut us down immediately yeah. afterwards like you couldn't i do think, I think they were they were like so unsure at that point that yeah. it, it just wasn't they just felt like so i have another question from facebook man um and i think i actually know the answer to this one too um the same guy, Stephen Boyd, he said, if you change the BPMs during the songs <laughs> when you're playing them, does that affect Facebook, sh- you know, shutting you down? Well, they recognize it if you change the BPMs. They will. Yeah. The only What I've seen people do is, like, add a filter to the song. Like, you know, when it gets to, like, the hook or something, like, you got to really mm-hmm. think and add a filter to it to make it sound a little different, you know, blur it out a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, that's frustrating. And, you know. You're not meant for that. You meant to be out there with the wind in your head doing your outside events. Yeah, we, we can't I'm hold supposed to be in front play. of people anyway. The whole the whole idea of it, I'm not a big fan of. You know, I'm not a big fan of working hard on live, giving up all your talent and giving up all this good music and just doing it for free. Yeah, you know, I'm right. not a big. I'm not a, and so. At a, at a point, it was a need in the community for it, you know, and so we stepped up and we and we gave them what, you know, some extra entertainment, some good party feel. We even did a new, a virtual New Year's Eve party. You know, we had a hundred some people buy tickets. 
and we had different Mike Crosby, Kenny K, because we do a New Year's Eve party every year. Me, Mike, right. Kenny, and Tony T. We do a New Year's Eve. So I was like, man, we're going to do a New Year's Eve party this year. You know, and we did one, and people bought tickets, and people came, and people logged on, and they partied in their house, and it was fun. But it's because that's that all it, we could it, do. That's all we could do. But so it like it right. sucked at the same time. So it was fun. <laughs> but it ain't so fun. I had a hard time with all the lives, the digitals, because I'm a dance in front of the speaker type chick. So when I'm dancing, I literally feel the beat of the DJ, and I couldn't get the feel from my phone. So it was just frustrating. Now, yeah, I was able to plug my phone up a couple of times to two tops and the bottom. That made a difference, but I, I didn't do that often. I need to be able to feel it. Yeah, people got adjusted. They was hooking us up to their Bluetooth, to their TVs, and their surround sound, and they got into it. They had the party lights. They had food, drinks, at that dressed point, up. At that point last year, if you, if you just fast forward or you just rewind a year ago today, like we just needed, we just needed the the party. Like we just needed to. At this point, we had been shut down for like three months, and like I don't know how you felt, Nina, but like there was a couple of times when I came on Facebook and was like, "Yo, who's live today?" I needed that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I needed that. My man Kenny K and shout out to my man Devin Boyd from Walbrook. They did a Walbrook reunion live joint. Where they was just live from from uh, Kenny's basement, I believe. I I needed that at that time, just because like we were so the, the world was so different that that was the one outlet that we could have. Right. So okay, if I gotta listen to my favorite DJ online instead of being able to go stand in front of the speaker, then I'm gonna go on Amazon and I'm gonna find the biggest Bluetooth boombox that I can find, and we gonna hook that joint up. And we're going to have a party. And that's just the move that a lot of, I know, especially Baltimore, that's that's the move that we were in, man. So when you guys were going live on a consistent basis, like that was everything for the city. I don't know how if you guys realize how much you brought us up. Just that was everything for us, too, man. To yeah. be quite honest, man, that energy was went both ways. Yeah. You know, because, you know, we sitting at home not doing what we love to do. Yeah. And so that was an outlet for us to um, still, you know, virtually have a crowd and make people yeah. dance. Yeah. Especially and if he was on the Five gym. minutes, then I start looking for the real party. And it's a whole underground of parties out here that people don't have. No, my, my Caribbean family, right. they, they, they do a lot of real organic type stuff. Like I was doing parties and... Nobody knew I was, they couldn't know that I was doing parties because people's fear could determine how they, they approached me, you know? So the, my world really never closed down. My parties got really smaller, but they were still available or the ones for my, like, it's funny, like when I go to a party for myself, I'm going to talk, like that roof, rooftop situation, it was so awesome. It's nothing like dancing outside. But on the rooftop, you got the wind and you got the stars. So that's a whole nother field where I choose to party. He would be one of my preferred DJs. I party all the time. But when I party for myself, I go look for your one of y'all. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate Not a problem. And then we got a thing. Like the dance and the DJ, we got this thing. Like, 
Because if you're a dancer, you come in to dance. Maybe you'll come from behind the thing because you got to go to the bathroom. But other than that, I try not to mess with you. It's like, hey, hey, hey. put my back pack down next to yours and we're getting it in. That's what I like about how they come to dance. They ain't coming for nothing else. They going straight to dance. So I like that you're a part of that. Yes, thank you. So let me so let me ask you this, Taz. Um, just give us a little bit of the history, man, about um how you how you started DJing. Oh, um, so that's a quick story. So I went when I graduated poly, I went to Virginia Tech to be an electrical engineer. And um, when I got down to Blacksburg, Virginia, the party was terrible. DJ walking the party was like all his records under his arm and play Groove Me 17 times in an hour, right? I mean, yo, he would play Groove Me so much, Groove Me by a guy. I could still remember myself being in the little club, apartment, clubhouse, college party. So I took my student, I said, we got to change this because, you know, I'm from Baltimore and I'm. Um, a place where I need to go be able to go somewhere and dance and party, right? So I said, Y'all, we're gonna change, we're gonna change, we're gonna DJ ourselves. <laughs> so I had two guys with me, one of them could already DJ, had some records. I took my student loan, bought turntables and a mixer from Radio Shack, and then I, I just photocopied all the books that I needed, right? And we, we just DJed all day, we just taught ourselves how to DJ, and we started DJing the parties on campus. And they basically hated us in the beginning because we were playing all this music that they didn't. You know, we were playing big fun and good life and, you know, all that old Ten City and, and all that old Odell's music. Like, what, what is this, you know? But by the end of the school year, we were doing every event, like every event. And I was the main DJ for and the crew, right? And I basically wasn't getting any work done. So I was put on academic drop at the end of that school year. And so I always tell the story that, you know, I went to Virginia Tech to learn how to be a DJ. Because I came back and, you know, after one year, they was like, man, you got to go to summer school or you got to get out of here. So I was like, I ain't going to come home. Went back to school. I still kept working, worked in corporate America and all that, but I kept DJing. So that's, the, but that was my beginning. That was my start. And how old I, were you? 18. 17, 18. That's great. Oh, yeah. 18. That's great. I was in Odell's when I was 14. Mm, absolutely. So that's the thing. You know, I'm coming, and I was in Signals. I was in Signals when I was 15, 16. Like, I was in the spots. Godfrey's, you know, um, Rhythm Skate, Painter's Mill, House Parties. I'm born from House Parties. Yeah. Ain't nothing like that. How, how easy was it for you to adapt to, um, you know, carrying 15, 20 crates into a party to switching over to the technology that you guys have today? Man, I was one of the first. You understand me? <laughs> I, I had the first software. I think it was called Final Scratch or something like that. It would it, it work terribly, but I said anything to keep from carrying records because I carried so many records because I played so many different genres of music. So... I'm walking in there with 10, 12 crates. And yeah, as, as the friend of a DJ who used to go to parties and events carrying those crates right. just to be able to get in free and eat for free, I definitely understand what you mean. Man, you kids bro. don't know, man. You understand <laughs> trying to do a third floor apartment 
bro. party. And you, and you got to take the speakers, the turntables, the mixing, and the records. Now try to do that at, at yeah. the end of the party. Shout and out I'm to my man. I'm party where we DJ for six, seven hours straight. Yeah. They weren't no three, four hour sets. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to my man. Shout out to my man, Play Dark Knight. Shout out to my man, Dark Knight, that's checked in right now. And he's the person that I'm referring to when I said I used to help carry them crates. And I used to remember he used to do an event at, uh, uh, what's the joint on Pennsylvania North? Arch Social Club. Social Club. And I about died. I, I went in the cardiac arrest going up to the second floor. Oh my, yeah, them steps in there? Bro, I went yeah, in the cardiac arrest. incredible steps in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Almost went in the cardiac arrest. Then when you get upstairs, it's hot. So when you get to the last oh, you step, you just reminded, me of, you just like, reminded <laughs> me of them incredible steps. Them steps are terrible. And it's no elevator in that place. I don't know what's going on on the basketball game. And this is very random, but the Knicks and the Hawks almost just had a fight. Like that's random, but I'm gonna get back to the joint. So, so Tons, I don't I don't like you're gonna forever be DJ Tons to me. I have no idea what your government is, but tell me a little bit about the government DJ Tons person just coming up in Baltimore. Where, like, where were you from? Where did you grow up at? Oh, um, I'm from Park Heights. 15. 15? Yep. 15. Avenue. Ah, no, no. My love for Park Heights. I spent, I spent a second and a half up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm Loyola Northway. I used to be up that way. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm Park Heights, Grove Park, Falstaff, Polly. Oh, I, I used to when I when I was in the hood, I I was a BMX racer. Mm. So that kind of that probably saved me. Yeah, I was a BMX racer. What's that? Yeah. A bicycle? Yeah, bicycle. yeah. Yeah, we yeah. go to the, this guy used to come pick us up in a pickup truck and throw the bikes in the back, and we was on a team and we would race out of Howard County and go to wow. different places. So that kept me, probably kept me safe you know see bro this is this is why i wanted to have you on bro i needed to know stuff like that because i i had a bmx back in the day you know with the yeah, green like, yo let me tell you something okay i was the kid in the hood and this is no lie and i'm sure some witnesses out there that would be down on spalding avenue with a crate and a piece of wood and kids would lay down and i'd jump over them I'm not, I'm not even lying. Like six or seven kids would lay down, and I was just. <laughs> I wasn't that nice, bro. I wasn't that nice, bro. I wasn't that nice, man. That's but... how nice I was. I'm telling you, I was killed to be a bad guy. I had like 60, 70 trophies. I was nice. Word. Okay. So, so what would you have been? Okay. What would you have done if you weren't a DJ? What career path may you have taken? You know, it ain't no such thing as that, I don't think. Yeah, you just, you know, once once I realized this was it, this was it. That was it. Now, yeah. do you have any I always wanted it to be or I always it. wanted to do? Did you always want to do something, something that you haven't done that you've always wanted to do? Or you did everything you wanted to do? I mean, you just talking like career wise, or like, you talking just kind of like in life in general. I'm like, sure. So I, I still haven't seen the pyramids. I really want to see them, Ooh. but um, like I don't know. You got to be more specific than that. That was it because you said you chose your career. You felt comfortable in it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, is, you know, once you get to a point where 
you notice what you're supposed to be doing, you can't let nothing keep you from doing it. Operating you know, like yeah. you know, if it satisfies your soul, like it'd be nice at that five mile house. You talk about needing to be on a Sunday night, you know, it's, it'd be nice when them people are stomping their feet and clapping their hands and, and I cut the music off and they, and they just keep singing the song for like two hours. You know, when did you when did you reach that moment though? Yo, when you knew that was early, what you wanted to do. Very early, very yeah. early. Now, I remember a point where I was working in corporate America. I had moved up from the warehouse to like the accounting department over at USF and G. I was still in school at Catonsville, still pursuing my, you know, that you know, my degrees and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna move up in this company and I'm gonna learn everything about this company. Then I'm gonna start my own company and I'm gonna be having my own accounting firm and all this, right? And um, but I was still DJing. And then I was getting gigs, like I had a Thursday night gig, and then I would probably work most Fridays and Saturdays. So you come in Friday morning to work after DJing on a Thursday night, you late. And you start thinking, man, I wish I didn't have to come here. I wish I could just DJ for a living. That's You say that every day that you're sitting at that desk. You be like, man, I wish <laughs> I didn't have to come here. And then, you know, the beautiful thing, they laid me off. <laughs> And once Just they like laid me off, once they laid me off, you. yep, I said that's the last person that's ever gonna lay me off. Wow. So you've I been full, and you've been full time with this ever since, pretty much. Yeah, since about 24, 25. Nice. I'm like y'all don't know who I am at night time when I be at work. It's really a conflict. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really, you know, I don't know. It's weird. But you, it's not easy, like I said, but you got to, you know, you know it. And you start working really hard towards it. The doors are open. The opportunities come. You get rewarded for hard work. It always, hard work. You bring a joy. You really be blessing people musically. You know, that's a blessing. Yeah. So to, to reap the benefit of that, just making people feel good for a minute comes back to you. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know if this is putting you on the spot, Tons, because earlier I said that I could take like 10 or 20 DJs from Baltimore. You said we only need five. So who would your other four be? Man, that's no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, no. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I ain't going to be able to do it. Nope. I okay, so approaching, I forgot the name of the Netflix documentary that's like the history of Baltimore Club. Just yeah. came out maybe two yeah. or three months ago. Yeah. It's, it really put us in the map, on the map, on another map, put it that way. Right. People that's not from here started looking Dark for City. club music. Dark so City. I couldn't hate that. You know what yeah. I mean? But there were some people that if I would have had in that piece, it would have been a little bit more than what they had. Can you answer it that way? Like, who should have been in that documentary? Who could, if you could ask? DJ Tom? Well, you gotta, I mean, I, I, I can't speak so much on the documentary because I haven't seen it all the way through. You know, okay. I, I've chosen the wrong time to, to try to watch it, and I'm probably out before the first few credits. That so, would be me. But, um, <laughs> But I've heard a lot about it, and I know who wasn't in it to a degree. 
And I don't know, one of the main people that I think you really got to put in that documentary is Frank Ski. Mm. You know, Frank Ski kind of was like really one of the engineers of club music because he brought that Miami sound and that heavy bass to Baltimore. You know, it was really housey before he came up. And then he was playing all that loop and he was, you know, and all, and he kind of like hooked up with Miss Tony. I mean, I know Miss Tony was in it, but that Fransky Miss Tony thing, and you know some of those um, early uh, producers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Raw Lee was in it. I'm not sure Technique was in it or KW Griff. You know some of those. Those the tracks that kind of started it. You know, I, I think the documentary kind of started at a certain place and kind of went forward. And that's fine because, you know, mm-hmm. documentaries do that sometimes. They could easily come back and do a part two. And well, be like, part oh, five. We're going to do we this. And then we're going to do this, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like I would never be judgmental of it. But, you know, if I had to ask, I'd start with Frank. Yeah, you got, I had a conversation with um, somebody that I very knowledgeable and, I, and we would both agree like you gotta have Frank yeah. <laughs> you know, he, you know he, bought the, he, he bought the heavy bass like yeah. if you go back you know it was all new a whole new sound that whole Miami sound that he brought and it kind of evolved in the Baltimore club music who did you look up to Wayne Davis Wayne Davis number one um, and Frank Ski because I'm going to tell you Frank and Rock a party Still rock a party. He's supposed um, to be there. Spin, yeah. Petty. All the ones before me. It was this guy, Jay Nice, that was over Morgan. I believe his name was Jay Nice. He used to rock all the Morgan State parties. Like, you know, it was, they just kind of the ones that reared me, that, you know, that I was able to listen to it and kind of guided me through the whole thing. You know, their mixes and their parties and it's in me. It's in me, you know. You've been so, on Wayne Davis' dad's floor enough, and you you see what he can do to a crowd. You know, you see what kind of reaction he can get. From he the make crowd. them spend the night. You know, you know, you see, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the first person to turn the music off and make people stomp. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saw that somewhere, <laughs> and I saw how he did it. You know, I saw how he made the song climax, and I saw he got to the best part that he did right before the like church. Yeah, I saw how it was done, you know, and I experienced it. And so that's in me. And I always All right, I got thank one you for that. You. Yeah. Um, send some shout outs to people that you work with. I know that you you're partnered with certain promoters, certain musicians. Throw some names out of some people that you work with. Teddy Douglas. Teddy Go. Douglas, of course, we got the Monday Night Studio session. That's been an incredible event. Um Stevie Love and Gary Gray, we do, you know, we've been doing events for years. I don't know if you remember that quality meeting we were doing at the Paradox for a while. And um, we do each other's birthday, you know, so we've been doing events together for a year. Gary Gray, Stevie Love. Um, uh, my good friend Brian Burkett used to own Club One, and he owns Rockwell now. And sounds oh, like I didn't know that. Spots. Yeah, we... He was in, he's been, you know, he's one of my good, good friends. Um, Kenny K, Mike Crosby, of course. Like, I'm just thinking Tony T, people I'm partnered up with that we've, you know, we've been successful for a while. What are you doing on Friday night? Hold up, hold up. Kenny K and Mike Crosby need their own reality show. 
I can agree. I'm gonna just put that they yeah, need their yeah. own react when they used to go live from the stall yeah, out of security cup, mall uh, for no damn reason. For no damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> they need their own reality show, VH1, BET, all this nonsense mm-hmm. that y'all showing. Get them dudes a show, man. But yeah, anyway, DJ but Jamal. He does a lot of my DJ biscuit. And I, I'm just, you know, DJs that do the events that we give. Um, Where you at on Fridays, Tom? We are at 800 North Wolf Street at the Overlook on the Park each and every Friday night. It's a happy hour. It's called Breathe Friday. DJ Tons, April Watts, and Smiley the Golden Touch. So it's kind of like a twist. You know, you get a Caribbean feel and you get an American feel. Kind of, you know, we kind of go back and forth throughout the night. It's, it's really cool. You think you're not, and you think you're going to left the city and go into a resort or something. It's right. Dope, it's a vibe. Definitely dope, dope a vibe. vibe. Yep, absolutely. So while you did, what else you got coming up? You have a, not, some other Oh, yeah, events. man. I got so much, man. Every, 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 event, every two weeks, it's kind of like, it, it's crazy right now, you know, with everybody coming out. But I got the Friday night at Breathe Fridays, and then I got my birthday party I'm doing at this place, Kurt's Beach, June 13th on a Sunday. Uh, that's a day party, four to nine. That's going to be right on the water. That's the sexy party. Put your sexy stuff on for that. Yeah, we're going to Pasadena. You know, Anne Arundel County opened up. They are wide open. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, I ain't going to lie. Hey, Tons, hey, I ain't going to lie. April Watch is one of the people on my bucket list. So when I saw that earlier, I said, yeah. I I, I, I replied. I put a, you know, a comment down. I said, yeah, we're going to talk about that on the show. And hopefully April Watts and I tagged her tunes in because she's on my bucket list. April Watts, but yeah, yeah I'm sure she would love to come yeah. here and talk to you. Yeah, April yeah, this, this cool event looks like it's gonna be dope and it's only $40, man. So, yeah, and it's complimentary buffet, cash bar, live bag. Craig Austin Syndicate will be performing. Then I got Biscuit and Jamal and myself gonna play. So, that's gonna be fun. It's indoor, outdoor, cigars, hookah, you know, all the fun stuff. You got anything with um Panama Band? Yo, two weeks after that, the wine <laughs> festival, Secret Garden, right? Like two weeks after that. So, we're doing a, and then we're doing a weekend. Then I'm crazy enough to try a weekend, right? I feel like I'm already regretting it, but we're going to go push, you know, so Saturday and Sunday, the 26th and 27th. The 26th and the 26th Saturday is the RB Neo. So, we got Panama Band and Mark Evans. So Mark Evans is going to open up for Panama Band. So and then I'm going to play. We're going to have Davon on percussions. And I think Kenny said he's going to come play in Jamal. So, so can you explain what happens? Can you tell the people what happens with Davon in case they've never seen you do that before? So it's kind of like, and I don't know, I don't even know how we started playing together. Because um, we were playing together before Monday Night Studio Session. We were just going around doing parties. And it's kind of, oh, and we did, we've done some big stuff. Like, we've done Jaggy Summer Nights. We've done. I was there. Yeah. Like we've, done, to, we've done CIAA and Charlotte, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, we, oh, and that's for a few years. And so, you just, you know, Davon, I kind of set him up and give him breaks. You know, I'll, I'll get to a part of the song and kind of loop that song, loop that part. And then let them go off and go crazy. And- so for the regular English speaking people, the DJ, him, is DJing. And then you have a guy on drums playing the beat 
or around or opposite of what he's playing. They have this whole thing yeah, that they like do. Yeah, like your compliment, like the and then y'all go against each other, and then you like you. It's a whole bunch with that. Yeah, yeah, I like it because at one time everybody was stuck into a two-step. Hands in the air, drinks everywhere. So in my head, I added another beat, the third step, so I could get it in. That's what he does. He adds another beat for me to play with. Well, I love us, that. He take us to Africa and, and bring more, bring the blackness out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. And I have a, I have that. Yeah, you add that piece to it, and then you get a little bit deeper in touch with, you know. With the music. That's awesome. Yeah. Really awesome how you did it. Jazzy Summer Nights, that was a really nice event. Really underestimated. Who knew that it was going to be that? Turned yeah. out really nice. Yeah. And they're doing it again. Shout out to uh, LaRon and them. They're doing it again uh, this summer. Where is that going to be this summer? It's at Port Covington, back at Port Covington. They, I'm, do, I'm doing the first Thursday in August. Me and Backyard Band. Okay. for you too. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I trust you. I trust you with everything Hold I had. Yeah. Hold up. You said you in backyard. Yep. I believe. I believe it's backyard band. I think. Yep. Back, August. I don't. I want to say the fifth, but I'm probably wrong. Well, shout out to K Life. That's my barber. That's my barber. Okay, oh, K Life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how I knew something was coming out. We used to rock parties at the teams together back in the day. Yeah, that was a hard club to drink at because you got to make it home. Live, 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 and maybe live. He was the first person to make himself fade out. He was he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah. He's still doing it. Legendary party, man. Teams at Union Hall. That was great. Yeah. See, that's how I knew he had something coming on because I was I was with him and he was telling me. And I was like, oh, that's coming up. Taunt is very solid. I, I need to say, like in the house community, they got so many rules of what they require from the DJ. But basically, it's a vibe that the DJ is able to feel themselves that they can deliver to the crowd. That's what might be different when you're playing other kind of music. That's, that's what that culture demands or asks for. He has the skill set that he has that vibe, Yet he is still able to play other music. They don't always take that from DJs. You know what I mean? Oh, they but take it from me. They, they take, take it from me for a long time. When, and that was understandable because it was kind of like we was going through a we went through like a transition when you know you come to some parties you come to hear me on a five mile house and I'm playing all this house music, but then you come hear me somewhere else and I'm Teamsters. I'm playing house, club, hip-hop, old school, old school R&B. You know, we're running the gamut. House music people don't want to hear nothing about Nothing else. Nothing and so they come out and they get disappointed. They, and they try to label me, say, <laughs> he don't play house no more or whatever, you know. You was killing it at the motor house. You know what? Yeah, yeah. but, you know, that, that, that was back in the, like, that was the year before late 90s, early 2000s. You know, that was, that was early in my career. I, I think I kind of, like, you know, I didn't really. I never reacted. You know, hey, just, hey, hey, Nina. If if we can have a if we can have an honest moment, like I don't think DJ Booby was that well anticipated on the boat ride that we did for Extreme House Nation. But and he turned around and he killed. Booby had the boat 
Like exactly, man. You 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 know you can't tell me that I can only play this and I can only play yeah. that. I love, I you love, can't tell me either. Yeah, I love all music. Like I personally <laughs> love all music. Like I will play yeah. some rock, some classic rock, some anything. Have you know? Have a whatever. That's uh, why uh, I'm a follower because your ADD is like mine. Yeah, and you get dynamite like that too. Yeah, I would get so bored if I had to play one music, house music. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know some people love it that much, and they, you know, they've been able to make a career out of it, like an international career out of it, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were supposed to do. You know, it's beautiful. Right, and I know some that won't play it in public. I know some that won't play it in in public. but. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, man, and, and just thinking back to that time, um, and I don't even remember whose decision that was to put Wooby on that on that card on that bill for that boat ride. We Extreme House Nation caught a lot of backlash for that. It was almost like a lot of people, and I'm not I don't rock with the house community like that, so I can be honest. A lot of people in the house community didn't come on that boat ride specifically because we had booby. The other piece that's, is they wouldn't have came anyway. And that's just keeping, and right. They and just wouldn't say something. So booby demolished the set that he did on that boat ride. Like, demolished it. And and I got kind of, because I'm like, I'm not, a, I love house music, but I'm not a big house head. I ha, I've never gotten caught up in that whole you know what I mean? Like, I'm not as deep in it as you are, Nina. Oh, thank you. I accept that compliment because when I started in Timberland Boots, they had a fit about me. Like, right, what do exactly, you know? Exactly. Um, they, my dance, my style of dancing still is not. Right, exactly. Enough. But you know what? We can go out there and we can do this and it don't matter. But my thing is, like, how can you tell a DJ, a person that's a real DJ, is going to be able to adapt if they're doing a, a house? music only event or if they're doing a birthday party for Mar for Molly Cyrus. A real I mean, DJs can I mean, adapt. I mean Booby rocked Collective Minds Festival, man. He killed Collective yeah, Minds. That's what I'm saying. It's like killed the, DJs, the, the thing about it is the DJs know like we know and the and the people that know music know and from you know which in the house com music community, you know, people that give them type of events usually know music, you know, and so it's like if they, they know, and so they know, you, put, they, they, you yeah. just know, you know, I get booby booby going rocket. <laughs> they know. It, you know. I just would, I can't imagine life without music, so I will take yeah. it any way I can get it, and I like the fact, like you had all the new jacks, like the, the ZJ zone. I don't know what happened to people in there now. There are a lot of younger cats in there, but. They bring info to the to, to the table. They got shortcuts. They play fast. Like they, you you're never too old to learn. I figure. So if yeah, you can man. implement all of those styles, you should be working all the time because you can do it all. And that's why Thomas does this for a living because he can implement all of. Because he can, black yeah. man. Because he can. I kill you, bro. We're not going to keep you much longer, man, bro. I just want to like, like honestly, man. I know we gave you a lot of love in the beginning, so we're gonna end with a lot of love. Tons, like you are one of the, like there, there's several DJs in this city that that I really rock with, 
and I just want to I want to put you right now at the top of the list, bro. Like, oh, you know, whether whether you're number one or you're one A or you're one B, like I can definitely say, you know, I'm Baltimore born and raised. I've been here. I'm 51 years old. I've been in this city for all but four years of my life. And that's when I was away in Pittsburgh and West Virginia in college. But for the time that I was here, my early club years, the years that I was here and attending different weddings and going to the clubs and all of that, bro, you have always been like a major, major, major impact on my 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 road to loving music, Dang. regardless of the genre. Dang. You know what I mean? Right. And, and you've definitely made an impact that's there's not too many people in this city that that can that can come close to the impact that you've made on people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like you said earlier, bro. Not only did you DJ a party where people met, but you DJ you DJ their wedding, you DJ their anniversary. Like that's they key. Man, yeah, you need bro, to be like, I hope you recording all this because I'm playing back at my retirement it's, party. It's, or, it's definitely happening. I know, like we just gonna like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Nobody gotta say nothing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we gonna. I, I got the audio, and if you want to put the video up, I got the. But you know, like we're like we're in a time, bro, where people are falling so fast that it's no longer cliche to just say give people their flowers. We, you really gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, before we went on air, I had a brother, Maurice Kelly, Walbrook High School. I was just complimenting, or not not complimenting, I was just commenting on some stuff that he had posted on Facebook. Four hours later, that brother was gone. Right. Like, literally. You know what I'm saying? So, we had a day and age, man, with, you know, the way that the world is now. It's so cliche to say, give people their flowers why they still here, but do we really do it? Yeah. And I've been the world, man. Anything right. can happen. And, and and I've I've honestly I've been trying to have you on the show since I started Baltimore Flavor Radio almost seven Five, years ago. Seven years ago. Right. We've been chasing him for seven years. Exactly. I don't know how the exactly. hell y'all been chasing me and I ain't I don't see no I had my I show. Can't say on, that. You I, have you have inboxed me. You have. Yeah, my my show was on Friday nights from ten to midnight. You weren't available. My show no. was on Wednesday nights. You weren't available. I understood it, but everything happens on God's time, Indeed. in my opinion. Indeed. Whatever or whatever that higher power is that you, everything happens. You know, on the right time. And we got so many people. Shout out to my man DJ Larry. We got so many people on Facebook, man. It's just showing you love. And giving you those flowers, bro. And I just want to oh, thank man, you, man. Like for just, yeah, Me too. What's this? What's the Facebook page? It's on. It's on Access Granted, the the the, uh, the pod stream, or on Antoine Grant, my personal page. Uh, we just got so many people, man, and that's they they've literally been reaching out to me all day, saying that they wanted to make sure that they chimed in tonight, man. And we just want to. We just want to take a moment, man, just to say thank you, bro, for just being such a major force in our upbringing. Like, I'm 51 years old, bro, right. and you have been a major part <laughs> of my upbringing from the time that I saw you come around and dance at that party right. in 97 to all of the other, you know, weddings and everything that you've done, bro. Like, there's no way that we can't salute you, bro, and, and, and put you up there and just say just say thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for the way that you represent our city. 
when you go abroad, you know, and you go to other cities, and, and just thank you for everything that you've done, bro. And it, like, there's no way that we can't give you thank salutes. You. Well, thank you, man. That that means yeah. a lot. I mean, it really yeah. means a lot to me man, to hear you say that. Hear you flower. Sounds very. Nina, Nina got like a. I don't know yeah. if that's weed or she got a hemp it's plant. Like, I, I don't know what that is, but she. Got, <laughs> Nina like gave me. Hard, bad, and I will give it to him. And he would like his gift. So I was going to say that like DJs have like. Uh, ego. That's the part of their skill set. You have to have one to be able to control a crowd. Now, right. some of them are extras, and some of them, you are like the coolest guy. Like, Yo, when I realized he talked, he's funny. Like, really funny. Like, we could be in the corner somewhere just cutting it up, and it's like, right. man, don't you gotta play? Oh, yeah, let me... But yeah, right. you're a cool dude. I like that you're approachable, and that you're sincere with your love. You like who you like. I like you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm gonna let my work speak for itself. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And yeah. then when I walk into a room and you're in it, and I didn't know you were going to be in it, I'm like, all right, I know what kind of night I'm gonna have because I know what you did. Right. And don't get and don't get me wrong. Like I have incredible ego. Like yes, you do. I have an ego. To, you know, to be a DJ, you have you to, have to, you have to, you have to yeah. have an ego. But you can have you can you can have that ego. You cannot have your name on the front of your laptop. You cannot have your name. You can be a nobody. Well, there's a time and a place for the ego. The ego comes out on stage. Right. Right. Yeah. You right. and one you it leaves when you get off the stage. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to put out an email or something to let our brothers know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, oh, that's oh. the real baby. Hey, Hi. Hey. Wow, you're on TV. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. What's your hi. name? My name's Grace. Grace? Yeah, Grace. 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 Yeah. Amazing Grace. Amazing. Hi. I'm glad you could come on our television show. Absolutely. Grace, Grace, we just want you to know that your daddy, your daddy who's Grace? Who, who Grace? Who is Grace? Grace is mine. This mine. All right, now. <laughs> hey, you're a baby. <laughs> I got little ones. You got little ones. Yeah, I got little ones. Okay, so is it more little Graces? I got four, 11, and 16. Four, 11, and yeah, okay, I mean, okay, you're active. You're right in the mix. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I'm busy. Super busy. Six, yeah. Well, you finally got a day off, I guess. Remix. Well, actually, he's had at least three days off because he got. Because <laughs> of what? Because he, he made three. So he had to have some. Oh, no, he said two, oh. 11. It was four. It was four or three. It's three. three. Okay. Yeah. He counted her. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Nice, nice. Does she know her dad's a superstar? You do? Absolutely. But he still has to wash the dishes, right? Daddy wash dishes? Like, I don't care who you are. Go wash them dishes. Right, go wash them dishes. (laughs) Go cut the grass. Hey, Tons, let everybody know how they can follow you before we get out of here, man. Oh man, everything is DJ Tons, man. The best best thing is, uh, you know, I got the new slick website, djtons.com. You can go there. I got mixes on there. You can download them. Um, I've got my T-shirt line, the the, the BTS on there. You can you can order one and we'll ship it out to you. So you know everything kind of runs through DJTons.com and then you know extends out to all my social media, the Facebook, the Instagram. Yeah. 
mainly. That's what it is. Through Twitter. Grace cannot stop smiling. Hi, Grace. Say hi, Grace. No, Paul forgot the same smile. I mean, like, <laughs> I love that, man. Hey, bro, we definitely appreciate you taking some time hey, to hang out with us tonight, man. It's, it, man. No doubt. It's, it's been a long time coming for me, bro. So, like, this is, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I might not do Just another. Hold up. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I might not do another show for the rest of the week. Whatever, man. It's cool for me, man. You know, I never get to talk about myself too much. That's right. That's right. I'm glad people got to hear you talk. You you you've earned the right to talk about yourself until you're gone, bro. And and it's and that's and that's real. We appreciate you, bro. We appreciate everything. Yeah, we appreciate it. Be safe. Love y'all. Yeah, no doubt, man. All right, man. We love you, bro. Peace. Say bye. Bye, Grace. I'll see you later. She said the feast. <laughs> I love it. 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 Songs, man. Um, and I'm not gonna hold y'all because I don't have another show scheduled at this point. Um, like I said earlier, definitely working on JJ Fad. Definitely working on Oak Town Three Five Seven. I'm just waiting for them to like literally secure dates. Um, got a, a few other people that I'm working on. Um, but not Oprah. On- Who? Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just talked to Oprah before we got on air. Nina, the original party girl, what you got going on? Everything. Like, I'm getting ready to be, um, I got a couple of weddings uh, booked up in which they are personalized. So I will be doing, like, spoken word mixed with scripture, mixed with the vow. So I'm really excited about that. I just started a, a little collaboration with LaFonte Blue. So I am your resident wedding officiant for that location. So it's, you know, the world is opening back up and I got a piece of that. I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing everybody on the dance floor in some celebratory way. You know, life, life, life is worth living. And it's our job to live while we're living. So if anybody has a celebration they need a little help with, it doesn't always have to be a, a big giant party in a hall, like I'm in all kinds of nooks and crannies and intimate spaces to help your life be filled with more joy. Be sure to check me out on Party Peeps in a Pod podcast. Uh, I don't want to tell you when that is because it keeps moving a week back, but I'm there. Um, of course, here once a week on Access Granite. Uh, I am on Facebook as the original party girl. Um, listed tradition weddings, Twan. I mean, like, I could tell him all my jobs. He left me. How you doing? I can't see your replies because Twan is the primary on the account, so I usually have to go back after the show and look at the Facebook to comment late. Shouts out to uh Tanya and Adrian Slice on their 25th anniversary. We'll be hanging out with them uh, this Friday at Melba's. This Saturday, I'm at uh, Walter Smooth Flicks Center. Um, we're doing a, we're hanging out at a house event with uh, Charisma, Scoob, Biscuit, uh, Cell. It's a, it's a lot going on. Showtime, all kinds of people. You left me with the people, and I was just starting off the party list. Remember, if you have an event coming up and you see one. Send it over to me so I can have the fullest, completest library of where to party at. And that'll help me um, get this city back partying in a safe and fun fashion. And remember, I'll see you at your 
Next event. He forgot. Ha! No, <laughs> he forgot to do the official. We ain't forget. No. We didn't forget. Baton, you did. I did like this. No, you gotta, you gotta be more than that. I got but, um, Tons on on behalf of Access Granted, we thank you for granting us access and all of that. We thank you for granting us access. <laughs> now I gotta do a drop phone. But yeah, definitely, um, definitely shout out to DJ Slice and, and Tanya. For they 25 years. Them dudes are crazy, man. I, I love I love them to death. I love them. You going to Melba's? Um, I just found out about it. So, um, yeah. Are you in a, have you physically stood in the club yet since the world opened? No. No. Okay. No. Now, South okay. Carolina, nobody had masks on. in the store, at the store, around the store, like the whole state, wide open. Yeah, and it's it's getting like that here. And um, I'm slowly but surely, gradually building up that comfortability level. You know. You tall. Hmm. You're tall. You're not on the main six feet away main chair line. COVID, COVID doesn't discriminate, so yeah. I do. So I'm still wearing my mask. Um, Stephen Boyd said thank you. Um, Nina, the original party girl. Oh, thank why. you. I don't know why. Because he knew I couldn't see him. I don't know why, because you didn't do anything. But um. Because I was talking to them while you went to the bathroom or to refill your drink. One of the two. I went. I went to um, reset the thermometer thing over there. Turn the camera around next time, like a live reality view, so we can see what you're doing. We don't believe you. People don't need to see all, all, all this, all this. You wouldn't even recognize my basement if you came over now. Like this, it's a whole different situation going on down in the basement from when y'all came and did the birthday party. So, but again, um. I appreciate everybody that tuned in tonight, man. I, I was really looking forward to this interview. Um, this this conversation. I hate the word interview. I was looking forward to this conversation with my man Tons because it's been a long time coming. It's during the exclusive. Like Ton, he doesn't talk yeah, like, a lot, you know. At all. At all. Right. Like, I, like I can count on two fingers the amount of times that I've seen Tons do an interview. And right. I might have a finger left over. That's because he's working, though. And yeah. his defense, he's really working. So, you know, the fact that I was able to track him down and reel him in, and I ain't going to lie, until I saw Tons drop in on that green room. You ain't believe <laughs> I was, him. I was nervous. I was nervous. And Tons and I, we talked like through text message, and we talked like four times a day. But I was so, nervous because you, you just never know. But, you know, he, he's a stand-up dude. He's a man, and he's a man of his word. And I just wanted to take that opportunity to like really celebrate what he what he means to this city because like I said, he's I've grown up on DJ Tons and DJ Booby. You know what I mean? I, I love well, my correction the is I have a correction. He did not go to Northwestern, he went to Poly, but we went to the same middle school, false that. We were baby wildcats. Just as bad. Whether it's blue and orange or blue and white, you still, you know. It, it doesn't matter. Go answer the front door. Somebody you didn't rock that scarlet and gray. It doesn't matter. But um, again, Nina, we got some big stuff coming up. I don't know if you heard earlier that we got down three, five, seven, and da, 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 da. yes, so I was here. And um, you know, once we get those dates locked in, man, we'll definitely let people know. Um, but again, thanks to everybody. Live free and stay armed.
It's your right. It's your right. Um, again, I don't know why Nina didn't rock her shirt tonight, but because I don't know which card sent. <laughs> Shout out to everybody uh, that purchased Access Granite shirts. Um, I will be doing another order probably in like the next two weeks or so. So you can inbox me um, and let me know. It's so perfect. Yeah. Um, shout out to my man, Teron Lawrence. He's been, he been, he been doing my t-shirt since the Baltimore Flavor Radio days, man. He never comes. Good job. Good he job. Never, he never fails. He does a great job. His turnover is really good. Um, he has a little situation that he's going through now and trying to figure out a different distributor. But, you know. He'll, Shut he'll, your face. Oh, no, he doesn't mind. We, we talked about it earlier. <laughs> he doesn't mind. No, he doesn't mind. Um, but we're gonna keep pushing these shirts. I wanna I wanna flood the city with these shirts the way that we did those Baltimore flavor and OPG shirts. Those That's OPG perfect. shirts. <laughs> I never made another. They bought the first batch. I never made another shirt. But guess what I'm doing? What you doing? I'm doing a tent party in my yard. So It'll probably start at like 6 p.m. Everybody comes set up their tents, bonfires, grills. And you could spend the night out there if you want. I'm going to be in the house when it get real dark. When it get dark out here, it's dark. I'm going to actually have to have somebody come out here and add some light. But yeah, you invite us to the tent party. When is this? I don't know. Same okay, let, let me know. Let me know. It is. I can't tell you when it is because when you be on the show Monday with that other girl, you're going to be telling people I'm having a tent party and you're, you don't get no details till it's time to show up. So you don't try to bring no whole radio station with you. I would never do that. I, I would party over Nina's house. Uh-uh. <laughs> and even if I did say it, like, nobody knows where you live now. Like, your whole... But it makes them want to look for it. Yeah. Your whole living situation is incognito right now. So right, right. And I love you like a play cousin, sis. Thank you for, for rocking out with me tonight. Um thanks for saving this interview for me. Huh? Now you know why I wanted to do it. I said thanks for saving this interview for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And um we're gonna start doing some, we're gonna start, we're gonna start doing some some other stuff that we can post on our YouTube channel to kind of let people know a little bit more about Nina and Antoine. Like, what kind of channel is that? Just, just, just content. Like when you out and about it, all your different stuff, just push the record button and send me the video so we can post it up. And, you know, when you're out and about around the city, um, just something, I, I started this hashtag campaign that, to 10k subscribers i want to get 10,000 subscribers on our youtube channel so that when you go and you click on one of our videos one of them whack commercials can play and then you click skip ad and just go straight to the video you make money off of that money yeah that they call monetizing but i'm gonna just sit over here and play stupid I'm going to give you a question. You need to do my YouTube. I'm sorry. You, you've heard it. How, that's two years, I think. I've been waiting for you to fix mine, please. Call me tomorrow. Love you. We out. Love you.